Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here talking about AI in HR. Welcome back to episode five. We're here with JC. Aloha. You can give us some stats about AI in, in, in business. Oh yeah, I've got, I got a whole ton for you here. Uh, today, artificial intelligence is seen as the most innovative and promising field for managing the workplace and the people who work there. 40% of the HR functions used by companies of all sizes around the world now use apps with AI added into them. And most of these companies are based in the United States, but some from Europe and Asia are also joining in. According to Price Waterhouse Cooper's survey, more and more businesses around the world are starting to see how AI can help them manage their staff. That's as of 2018. Nowadays, I'm sure it's a lot bigger, right? It's, right. it's also said that 32% of HR departments and tech companies and other businesses are using AI to redesign their organizations for adaptability and learning to best integrate the insights gained from employee feedback as well as technology. I've got more. But over to you before I continue. One thing that I want to, you know, remind all of our listeners is that, you know, we all know we're in, we have a staffing shortage and that's not going to change anytime soon because there's not enough humans on, on Earth to uh, or at least in the United States, but really probably the entire Earth to work. We have a lot more baby boomers than we do younger folks. This is why we need AI. This is why we need technology to help us run our businesses. So AI is important. It's going to help, you know, get, it's supposed to help, you know, get us efficient and uh, be able to find problem areas and solve them instead of sitting around and figuring out three months from now. You just have to be careful about the bias part and not let your, your computers just run wild. You know, we're not there yet where, where, you know, we have, there's a couple stages of artificial intelligence. We have machine learning, which is when we tell, oh, you know, Siri and Alexa and Cortana, hey, do what I need you to do. And then they tell us whatever we ask them. The next level is machine intelligence, which is kind of where we're at right now. Someday, and maybe we are there on a different planet, who knows? Uh, you know, there's a machine consciousness where a machine will start acting like a human. We're not there yet, so we need you and we need your humans to do that for us. Super, super important. All right. Talking about the bias here, and, and we have talked about different laws that were in effect. I've got some stats and information from some of those laws. In 2019, Illinois passed the Artificial Intelligence Video Interview Act, and this law applies to all employers in Illinois who use an AI tool to look at video interviews of job applicants. It was one of the first laws in the country about AI at work. And if an employer uses video interviews with artificial intelligence as part of the hiring process, this law very specifically requires them to tell applicants certain things and to get their permission. Now, the law also says employers who only use AI to make decisions about interviews have to keep track of data like race and ethnicity of applicants. Employers must send the information to the state once a year, and the state must do an analysis to see if there was any racial bias in how AI was used. Fast forward to 2020, Maryland passed a law that is similar to this one, and it says that employers can't use, that is, cannot use facial recognition services during pre-employment interviews 
unless the applicant gives explicit permissions. After AI laws were passed in Illinois and Maryland, the New York City Council passed a law that will go into effect on January 1st, 2023, this year. And its main goal is to regulate AI that's used in standard HR technology, such as when employers use automated employment decision tools that haven't been audited for bias. Very important. Now, before using such a tool to screen a candidate or employee for an employment decision, the employer must first tell the person that it will be used. List the job qualifications and characteristics that the tool will use to evaluate the person and post a summary of the bias audit and the date the tool will be distributed on its website. After being told that the tool is being used, the candidate or employee has the right to ask for a different way to choose candidates or an accommodation. It affords the employee that equal and fair opportunity, that candidate equal and fair opportunity to opt out. I think that's fair. You know, I think it's very fair. Uh, you know, we don't know if this technology works. We think it does because we're like, oh, this is so cool. But that doesn't mean that it's right. You know, when you showed me, uh, JT, that chat GPT and I was like, oh, my God, mind blown. I immediately sent it to my friend who's a, a writer and an editor. And she's like, yeah, that's plagiarism. Just wait and see. And I was like, I know, but it's not going through the plagiarism check. Right. And then then that one came up with the college student uh, figuring out the plagiarism check. I sent that to her. She's like, yeah, that didn't take long. So, you know, just because it's cool and potentially helpful doesn't mean that it's not discriminatory. And remember what we said earlier in the session today that there are a lot of uh, states, 16 or 17, that have some kind of legislation that has uh, is either pending some have failed um regarding ai they're not all just in the workplace they're also in retail too but look it up look up to see what your state is doing about ai specifically in the workplace um and then even in retail and everything else so that you as a consumer know your rights um we we want to use ai to help us you know but when we're the one that is being projected on, sometimes we go, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not right. But at, in, in HR land, we're like anything we can do to help, you know, fill these positions and, and keep everybody in line and keep everybody motivated, engaged, use AI as a tool, not as the end all be all, because you will end up in court. Well, maybe you won't, but you know, you will definitely be <laughs> accused of something for sure. But I, I just think this is all, it's all fascinating. And, you know, there's going to just continue to be even more AI, AI options um, for the folks that are like confused about what the heck is AI. It's technology. That's what it is. You know, it's technology that takes data, takes information from somewhere. Um, for most of you, uh, it's going to take data from you. You, the HR person, are putting data into a system, and then it's taking that data and it's analyzing it and predicting the future. Well, data in, data out. If you put crappy data in, you're going to get crappy data out. And interestingly, a good core of our discussions today have been around the chatbot type models or the interfaces to provide information forward. But if we take a look at Amazon, they have what's known as cobots. And cobots are now being to they're now being put to work in factories and warehouses all over the world. And where what they do is they work together with people. They help with a growing number of tasks and don't always take over the entire job. Amazon has 100,000 cobots that are powered by AI. This has cut the time it takes to train a worker to less than two days. 
And cobots wow. are now being used by Airbus and Nissan to speed up production and make their factories more efficient. That's fascinating to me. That really is. That's a, that's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to get off this podcast and uh, research that because I was just doing a training here on AI and whew, I could have I could have done it for like 10 hours just because I just kept going down these these holes and pits. I was like, this is just fascinating. Yeah. But I'm also like, OK, where do you get the data? Where do you get the data? Where do you get the data? So if you take anything out of today, like, please folks use AI, use technology, but don't toss your humans out because the humans have to add the data in in order to analyze it and, and you know, use predictive analytics and people analytics. And then we also just, you know, uh, technology doesn't uh, determine emotion yet, um, maybe with emojis and stuff like that. But everybody uses fake emojis when they want everybody to think they're super cool. So <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, there's going to be, you know, I think there's a lot more. I don't know. I'm going to go with like 50 50 on the risks and the rewards. You know, I think the, the rewards are you we. I don't want to say you, you need less humans. It's that we have less humans to employ and we have less humans to work in the HR department. So we have no choice but to use technology. But all those humans that are using the technology and the reports have to be aware of the potential risk, the bias, um, and even the, you know, all these laws that are coming out and the, and the privacy. Um, even if there isn't a law, just the res- having the respect of giving your candidates, your employees, the privacy that they ask for. It's interesting you mentioned privacy. I got one last thing for you, and I'll throw it back to you. You know, when we think about AI, it also is all-encompassing of wearable devices and technology. You know, uh, individuals tracking themselves for the sake of fitness, or you, the employer, tracking an employee with their constructive knowledge, or maybe you're doing it without. And that will be a very interesting area of law to expose itself in the coming years. At the end of the day, instead of talking about how to implement AI without, let's say, the risk of business failure or legal battles, it might make more sense just to very simply go back to the drawing board and focus on the very simple question as to whether or not AI will lead to a more prosperous and thriving workplace. And if you can answer that correctly put the measures in place to have that proper governance leadership training and keep moving forward from there. That's my two cents. Back to you, Wendy. I say my, my final two cents is, is about the fact that um, anytime we track another human being, whatever it might be, their location, when they clocked in, when they clocked out their productivity levels, you know, their emotional state of well being. Um, there's this psychological fear, you know, that yeah. you're, whether you're my spouse or you're you're my employer like why are you tracking me do you not trust me without my consent (laughs) yeah even with your consent so because it could be you know part of the job if you work here you get tracked and all this and it it's how you explain it to the employee where it's like hey we're tracking your productivity we're having feedback conversations all the time we're your manager's putting notes in this system and thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, not because we don't trust you, because we want you to be awesome and the best at what you can do. And we want to help you when you're struggling. That's the conversation that needs to happen. But 
unfortunately, JC, you know this, that's not what happens yeah. is employers say, nope, you're not, you're losing productivity today, you're out the door. Yeah. And then it turns out to be an FMLA issue or an ADA issue or, you know, a workers comp issue or something like that, or a bereavement. And you just threw out a really good employee because you looked at a report and you didn't have a human go to them and say, hey, JC, what's going on? Yeah. Human resources requires humans and robots. That's all we and robots <laughs> and robots too. We, we're, here, here's the deal: whether but cobots, we, you're in charge. You're the human. Come on, you're right. the human. Yeah. If whether we have robots or not, whether we have technology or not, I mean, we all do. We even have them on our phones and in in our personal uh, residences, um, and we're we're all being tracked one way or the other, yeah. anyways. Usually based on on what I'm buying on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I personally love it because it gives me all these wonderful suggestions of other stuff to buy. <laughs> but you know, we're we're all you know um, dealing with technology. Uh, no matter what, just don't forget to add the the human part and don't be afraid to have open, honest conversations with your employees about this is why we're doing it. Um, and if your, your managers are real jerks, then you hold them accountable. They're not allowed to use AI against employees. You just you just gave me a million dollar idea. I'm going to reveal it right here on the podcast. If anyone listening develops this, please get in touch with the HR lady. Look, Wendy, you said it, it like uh, you go on Amazon, you get deals in other spots. Imagine that you're being tracked for work, but you have your personal phone with you that you're not using, but it's also tracking you. And it knows that you're being tracked from work from the other device. So when you get done with your shift and you check your personal device, it lets you know all the other jobs that are similar to what you were just doing and how you're being tracked and what they're being paid. So you could then apply for the other positions. <laughs> It's, it's probably just, out there already. Oh my gosh. It's, it's probably already out there, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting world. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We will catch up soon. Take care. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.